Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show. We have a great guest on today, but before I jump in the program, make sure that you are subscribed to me on Spreaker. I've mentioned that uh, YouTube is getting harder and harder to get stuff uploaded to. I'm getting a lot of community violations, a lot of censorship and other issues. So I'm really trying to steer away from there. So I'm hoping people will go and subscribe to me on Spreaker, which is a great podcast application for all phones. You can also find me over there on Spotify and iTunes. So I want to give you that update. And by next week, we'll be launching the new website. A lot of my updates are on my social media. So make sure that you are following me on social media, Real Sheila Z on Twitter, Real Sheila Z on Facebook, and Sheila Zelinsky, all one word on Instagram. And I'm asking if you have not already become a supporter, please do. There's multiple ways, including Patreon. You can become a patron for any amount. There's lots of options. We've also included Cash App, Venmo, Zelle. You've asked for easy ways to support and we've accommodated it. So all the information is linked in the description. And if you can get on the website, SheilaZelinski.com, a couple of times a day, it seems to be acting fine and then other times not. So it's kind of hit and miss right now, but you can see the giving options. And I know a lot of you do not like electronic payments. So if you'd like to send a check or money order, you can do so to Sheila Zelinski Ministries, P.O. Box 396 Woodland Hills, California, 91365. And please know that we pray for all our supporters and we thank you for your support. Well, I want to jump right into the program today. I have not had him on for a while and he's long overdue. It is everyone's favorite Cuban evangelist. It is Augusto Perez back on the program. Without further ado, Augusto, welcome to the program. It is so good to have you back on. Thank you for inviting me, Sheila. It's good to be back. Boy, this year has been something else. Um, can I get a refund back for 2020? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah, 2020 is really begun uh, not too great. And um, well, you know, I felt that like something like this was bound to happen. We know that uh, there has been a lot of preparations for the new world order, the globalist agenda. We know that uh, this president was put in, in into the White House to stop the globalist agenda, at least slow it down and stop it if possible. And um, we see how the powers that be have been trying desperately to remove him from office. One thing after another, uh, the impeachment was going on even uh, while this pandemic was beginning in Wuhan. But as I was sharing with you before the program, uh, Sheila, I have a lot of thoughts about this. I have had an experience, of course, with the Lord I had back in 2014, November, where I was given, I was told, okay, this is not something I saw and I had to interpret in a dream. No, 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 no. I had a, a an angel of the Lord in, in the vision of the night, which is what it was. It's not a dream. It's a vision of the night. There is a difference between the two. And he approached me. And he told me that this was going to happen in the future, that there was going to be a pandemic that was going to spread quickly in this country and all over the world. And there was going to be forced vaccinations eventually. There was going to be a martial law, you know, closing downs of things. Flights were going to be stopped 
from coming into the country and out of the country. And then he said to me that in this vaccine that they were going to give the people, there was going to be a chip. And this chip was supposed to be integrated into the human DNA. Now, he told me a lot, and it's, it's posted on, on our website. So I knew this was coming. I just did not expect it in 2020. This is not when I expected it. I have shared before that I think they are trying. When I say they, I'm talking about the deep state, the elites, the globalists, uh, however you want to name them. They're trying to bring us back into that same timeline that they had before, which they expected. They totally expected Hillary Clinton to be um, in the White House. She was going to be the one to usher in you know, all these things. And so that didn't happen, and that totally destroyed their plans for the globalization of the, of the world. We see how the EU is uh, sputtering. You know, England got out, the Brexit. Now there are other nations wanting to come out. So they, they are seeing their global design, if you will, just disintegrating right before their eyes. And they're desperate. I believe that this was planned before, way before. And I do have a feeling that they're trying to force this global uh, order. They're trying to force it now on the people. They're pressuring the president. As I mentioned to you before the program, I've, I believe he's surrounded by, by traitors. He's surrounded by people that is, are sold out to the globalist agenda starting with his uh, son-in-law, Jared Kushner. I believe he's compromised. He's working for the Zionists, which are uh, a part of the of the New World Order. I, Israel has uh, people, uh, Zionists, and ha they have globalists, and they have the deep state just like the United States uh, do. There are good Jewish people in the land of Israel that really love their nation, that, that really love the Torah, but there are those that uh, they want global domination and they're called Zionists and they're going to use bad things to control. And um, that's a whole different rabbit hole right there. But going back to this pandemic, I have a, uh, a strong feeling and, and now I have evidence that this thing and there are different elements in play here and we can break it down if you want to go in that direction, Sheila. For example, back in 2015, there was a patent that was taken on the coronavirus. Someone applied for a patent on the coronavirus, believe it or not. That was 2015. And in 2018, the Office of Patents, whoever they are, wherever they are located, but this happened. They gave the, the patent to the individual that uh, submitted it. And guess who that individual is? This has been proven. This evidence is there. If you look for it, the person that applied for and received the patent for the coronavirus, his name is Bill Gates. And of course, he has the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which are doing all kinds of, they're involved heavily with viruses and flus and pandemics and all these things and vaccinations. And there are some interesting things that happened regarding this uh, pandemic. There is, for example, what was known as ID20. There's also the uh, another another event. I mean, these people had events like you wouldn't believe it. They had another event called Event 201. Yeah, that's the name of it. Event 201. And this event was about an exercise. And I just watched the video today, as a matter of fact, before the program on this event 201. And basically, they had the goal 
in this event to say that this is a simulated pandemic based on data that we have accumulated on other pandemics. And this is a simulated pandemic in real life. So what in heaven's name are they talking about? You know, I have the event page here. It's an exercise. It's it's just an exercise. These people are playing with fire. Uh, in this particular uh, event, Bill Gates is involved, Bill Melinda Gates, and many other major companies and powerful people and businesses involved, public health leaders. This was a simulation exercise. Now, I don't know about you, Sheila, but when I when I when I hear a simulation exercise, okay, regarding a pandemic with a man that just took out a patent in 2015 and was given to him in 2018, and a year later, we are having this pandemic. I don't know. It just makes me very suspicious. It doesn't take a lot to really uh, begin to connect the dots. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is fact that this happened. And uh, and yet no one talks about it. I don't I don't see any news talking about it. But that is in fact what has happened. And uh, the other thing, if you go back to 2018, okay, this uh, person began to warn about the population control back in, in September 2018. So it seems like once Mr. Gates secured his patent, he began to warn the people about population growth and warn about pandemics and warn about the needs for vaccinations. You know, this began in 2018, okay? And then in September 20 of 2019, this event took place, which is called ID 2020. Now, let me repeat that again in case somebody did not hear this correctly. This was called ID 2020. 20. And this came out, this article came out on biometricupdate.com. You can, you can pull that up, biometricupdate.com. It has an article, the headline is ID 2020 and Partners Launch Program to Provide Digital ID with Vaccines. Now, <laughs> if that is all that I read to you, Right there, that should send shivers down your spine. Uh, these people are talking about providing a digital ID with vaccines. And this is exactly what Bill Gates is proposing now openly. He's proposing uh, a digital ID with the vaccines. We need these vaccines to target the people. Now you're beginning to hear it in the mainstream media. They're beginning to say, well, we need to monitor the people to know who is contaminated and who is not contaminated and where they're going, where they're located. We need we need to know this information. This is now being promoted and they're foisting, you know, they're projecting this thing into the minds of people through the, through, um, you know, brainwashing, through uh, continually talking about these things so that people begin to feel comfortable with it to the point where people say, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Because, I mean, who doesn't want to feel safe, uh, Sheila? Who doesn't want to feel safe and, uh, and have the ability then to go and do whatever, knowing that the people that are infected, they know where they are, they are contained, they are 
quarantine maybe. And, you know, we, we need this. Probably people, most everybody is going to start saying, yeah, yeah, we need this. You see, this is how they operate, how, how these people operate. And so this is the plan, and they called it ID2020. Now, what year are we in? <laughs> 2020, right? right? So ID2020, okay, and they did this, they did this. This article came out, let me repeat, back in September 20. 2019. Now, for those of you out there that are not very familiar on how this whole thing of the Wuhan virus or the coronavirus or COVID-19, however you want to call it, okay, it's all talking about the same thing. This began in China, in Wuhan, China, in December, the latter part of December of 2019. This is when this whole thing began. But lo and behold, in September 20, 2019, uh, two, three months uh, before this whole thing started, they are talking about launching a program called ID2020 to provide digital ID with vaccines. Now, doesn't that sound a little too much of a coincidence to you guys out there? This uh, ID2020 is an alliance that was launched by these people. I think it's very interesting, too, that Microsoft teamed up with ID2020. So basically, this is digital identities for everything. It's a cloud for everyone on every device. And it was basically creating a universal identification system that incorporates every person on the globe. So you mix in the fact that you've got ID2020. Then you've got, by the way, I don't know if people know this, Augusto, but Bill Gates' dad was the head of Planned Parenthood. So I'm sure it's no coincidence that Bill Gates of hell, as I call him, ended up being the richest man in the world through his baby butchering too. So, I mean, it's all very interesting how they want to depopulate. Then we're having a beta test last October, which Bill and Melinda Gates ran event 201, a pandemic, and they were giving out little, these little stuffies, little stuffed animal coronavirus. I mean, how sick is all this? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 sick. But the other question that is just as important is how did they know unless they were in in the planning? I mean, it's just mind boggling uh, when you really start to uh, think about it. But, you know, the, the interesting thing, Sheila, is that back in 2014, when I was given this, nobody believed it. People would laugh and say, oh, no, that's not going to happen. No, no, it's not. So I put it in the back burner. You know, I did never talked about it again, but I knew I knew what God had told me. And one of the things that I was told about this was that um, it says that this RFID microchip, okay, I was told this by, by a messenger from the Lord. I wrote it down as I received it verbatim. And he said that this vaccine would contain an RFID microchip in it. And that would become a part of the person receiving it. Well, I'm no scientist, but if something becomes a part of you, you know what we're talking about here, guys, is a nanoparticle, nanochip, a nanoparticle, something that can be integrated into a person. And this is exactly what the mark of the beast uh, is supposed to be, by the way. Something that when it comes inside of your body, it not only contains information, but it becomes a part of you. 
It becomes a part of your DNA. It becomes a part of your cells. It's almost like how the virus operates. Uh, isn't that interesting? The virus, it comes into your cell. It's, it doesn't attack the cell from the outside like a bacteria. It comes inside your cell, which is why it is so difficult to combat a virus versus, let's say, an infection, a bacterial infection. is much easier to kill and control, not so a virus, because if you kill a virus, if you try to kill a virus the normal way you kill a bacteria, you kill the cell, which is why cancer patients are, it's the same thing. The cancer virus goes inside the cell, and then the cell becomes abnormal, and then it begins to expand and, and propagate, okay, and uh, multiply. And this is how cancer expands in the body. It's like a, it behaves like a virus. Now, all of these things are very fascinating and yet very tragic. When you begin to wrap your brain around this thing, and you begin to understand how viruses work, and how vaccines work, vaccines would have to go inside your cell as well in order to, uh, you know, protect you. Well, if they put this um, chip inside of it, and this thing is injected into you, and it becomes a part of you, it's going to become a part of your DNA. Thus, the, the warning from the Lord not to take that mark. And the reason is because once this thing gets inside of your cell, and your cell begins to multiply with all of its uh, abnormal behaviors, whatever they want to, you know, they can literally rewrite your DNA. They can literally rewrite your DNA. This is, this is extremely dangerous stuff that they're talking about. Vaccines in themselves are dangerous, let alone when it contains a nanochip. This is, this is the, the stuff that the mark of the beast is made out of, Sheila. And uh, this is exactly what, they, what I was warned that was going to happen. Now, this hasn't happened yet. The vaccines are, are not going to be available, they say, for another year, year and a half. And uh, what they want to do, the powers that be, the people that Trump has around him, Dr. Fauci and uh, the other doctor, Dr. Burks, the Center for the for Disease Control, the CDC, they are the top honchos at the CDC. Well, we all know who Dr. Fauci is, and Dr. Burks, Fauci is her, uh, her mentor. So there you go. That says it all. So these are the people that are guiding the president in what to do and what not to do with this pandemic. Now, Strangely enough, this same Dr. Fauci was, you know, in CDC, the head of the CDC, and he was also uh, helping uh, Obama when the, the H1N1 pandemic took place back in 2009. Now, let me, let me share something about that, because I like to look into things. I like to do research. And uh, th there's something here that doesn't quite add up. And, and uh, I, I'd like your your take on this also, Sheila. But it says, you know, during the H1N1 virus pandemic. And by the way, it was a pandemic back in April 12, 2009 to April 10, 2010. Okay, uh, uh, one year. There were, according to the CDC, at least 60.8 million cases. Now, listen to this. 60.8 million cases and a minimum of 12,469 deaths in the United States alone, okay? 60.8 million cases, 12,469 deaths 
in the U.S. Now, did we see a shutdown back then? I don't think so. Nothing like what we're seeing now. No siree. There was no shutdown. There was no massive shutdowns like we're seeing now. Now, let me say this. Due to the coronavirus so far, and it has been going on now for what? For a couple of months here, right? There has been 142,106 cases. Let me say that again. 146,106 cases. And because of this, the whole country has been shut down. Now, compare the 142,000 cases, which I get it. The other figure is for a whole year. But look at the difference we're talking about here. 142,000 cases compared to over 60 million cases. That is, I don't know what percentage that is, but that is a very low percentage. And then comparing to 12,000 deaths minimum, they said that was the minimum that happened back in 2009 to 2010. So, and there was no shutdown back then. So what is the big hoopla here now? You know, I listened to some of the uh, videos from back then, uh, Dr. Fauci, and uh, I never heard him talk like he's talking now, like we should be shut down, you know, uh, for two or three months. And, you know, and this thing, it could be cost 20 million deaths. And, you know, I mean, that is that is an incredible uh, figure he's 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 throwing out there. But but listen to this, uh, you know, compare the cases, 60 million back in online. I don't. I just don't get it. I think that something else is going on here. The other thing I want to I want to add, uh, and I'd like your opinion on this, Sheila. But the other thing I want to add is this: back in two, in two thousand and nine, they had a vaccine ready in about six months or less. They had they had vaccine. This time around, they're saying the vaccine would take a year to a year and a half. That's three times three times as long as it took in '09. Why is that? Why? Why are they saying now it's going to take three times to come up with a vaccine to what they, it took them back in the 2009? And finally, the third thing that I don't understand is there are some treatments now that are apparently extremely successful. The success rate of this uh, hydroxychloroquine is 100%. There's almost like, what, like 700 people that have been completely healed with no side effects, with no negative uh, side effects to this uh, hydroxychloroquine. Why is the CDC and the media, the mainstream media, so against it? Why are they so against it? In France, uh, they have already approved the use of hydroxychloroquine for the treatment of patients with the coronavirus. The FDA just approved the hydroxychloroquine to be used by doctors in the United States to treat coronavirus, which I think that's a, that's a one uh, big attaboy there for uh, the Trump administration. So apparently there is a struggle here I'm seeing, uh, Sheila, between the powers that be, many of those that are surrounding President Trump that are giving him that advice, you know, you got to stay shut down for three months, six, six months, four months, five months, six months. And there is a big discrepancy between that and what other people are saying, other doctors are saying, and other experts are saying. Well, there's so many things that don't add up. I mean, I, we could do a whole show on just major things that don't add up. Look at the 730,000, just shy of 800,000 flu hospitalizations, and that's conservative. 
anywhere between 25 and 65,000 flu deaths. That's just the flu deaths this year, according to CDC. So something is very off about all this hysteria. I mean, take California, for example. It has a population of 40 million. As of today, during this show, 200 people have died of COVID. So something stinks in Denmark with all of this, Augusto. Something is very strange. And yet Christians don't seem to be batting an eye. I'm really having a hard time wrapping my head around what kind of mind-blinding spirit is on people too as well, Augusto? I think I think what has contributed a lot to this uh, is the you know the, the the Q factor, and I don't want to poo-poo on Q because he has said some things that are you know have been proven right, and I don't believe that whoever is behind that. Okay, I believe that they truly love this nation and they're trying their best to, you know, to help this nation and to guide the people. But the problem I have with that is that they want to spin everything to make believe that uh, the good guys, call them the white hats, they're in control of everything. And and, and that is not true. This whole thing with you is basically a, you know, a, a an appeasement thing to try to get the people to uh, not lose faith in what's going on. And I get it. I totally get it. I get I get the fact that there are good people working behind the scenes. There are military intel working behind the scenes. This thing is happening. However, the thing that we need to understand is that there are things also happening which they cannot control, and they just cannot control these certain things. And there are things that these globalists are doing that is they are not in control of. What we're seeing is nothing more and nothing less than a battle, a struggle for power, okay? People need to understand that. People need to understand that everything is not under control, and they are, and, you know, the Q and all these people, they're in control of everything and everything. No, no, they're not. No, they're not, okay? They're not. They're not in control of everything, and uh, everything is not being, uh, you know, uh, led or conduced or or manipulated so that every you know in the end everything is going to work out no that's not the way it is now i understand they're trying to put a positive spin on it but and there are good things happening behind the scenes i do believe there's going to be arrests because the lord told me there's going to be arrests i do believe there's going to be some bad people going to jail also there's going to be a lot of bad people that are not going to go to jail okay this is the way this thing works now what the people need to understand is we are in a battle. We are in a battle for the life and the soul of this nation. And we need to understand that we're going to win this battle on the knees, and we're also going to have to do something about it, okay, physically, and, and, and speak some things. And this is the only way we're going to win this thing. This is a battle between, this is no longer a political battle, folks. This is a battle between good and evil. And we have some very evil people. I'm going to call them the children of the devil. This is who they are. And they are trying to uh, force us into this globalist new world order. But this is not the right time. This feels like they're 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 forcing it. It's like trying to push a round peg through a square hole. We are in a different timeline here. And uh, they're ramming this thing down our throats anyway. This was not supposed to happen, at least for a, for a little while longer, and yet they're doing it, see? 
So this tells us that the enemy is not, <laughs> he's not taking it, okay, sitting down. He is really hitting hard. Now, let me go quickly back to some things here because there's a lot going on here, folks. For example, the former UK prime minister, you know what he's calling for? And by the way, his name is Gordon Brown, the ex-prime minister of the UK. He is calling for global government, listen to this, to fight the COVID-19. Where is this guy now? Why is this guy showing now his face to talk about global government to fight COVID-19? This whole thing is planned. This is rehearsed. This is all uh, a false flag to bring in the new world order. And the reason they want to do that is because they know that they are they are losing. They, they are losing. They're losing their blueprint for the globalist agenda. The people have to keep in mind, Sheila, that they, they had a plan to implement the new world order back in 2016. This is when they wanted to do this, back in 2016. 2016 was going to be the year when they were going to put that last uh, stone on the pyramid, if you will, the all-seeing eye. And, there's, and they say in the back of the dollar bill, Novus Ordo Seclorum, the new world order. And on the top, it says Anuit Coeptis, declaring the arrival or announcing the arrival, that's in Latin, of a new world order. And it happens to be in 2016. So 2016 came and went, and it didn't happen. didn't happen because God intervened in the affairs of man, and there was a miracle. And the prayers of the people were heard, and God changed the timeline, if you will. So they're behind schedule, four years behind schedule according to their schedule. And so they know that President Trump is going to win the re-election. They know it. They have tried to stop him whichever way they can. They they failed. They tried to impeach him. The Mueller uh, investigation, they failed. Everything has failed. Then they tried the other. It failed. Everything has failed. So now they are left with just a few months before the election, and they had to do something drastic that would destroy the economy, not just of this nation, but of the whole world, and it would help them to usher in the new world order. This is kind of a of a Hail Mary pass, if you will, to see if the people will bite, to create such fear, because this thing is creating fear. There's no doubt about it, Sheila. This thing is creating a lot of fear, and people are terrified. People wearing masks give me a break. In our little county, there's in the whole county, maybe one person and everybody's wearing masks and gloves and you cannot get a closer than six feet from people and all these things. They call it a pandemic, but I call it a pandemic. It's just a fear. It's, it's all over. It's, it's, it's just a horrific fear and uh, people are terrified. People don't go out and this is all being foisted upon us by the mainstream media, because I've just stated before, and I have given you data that back in 2009, it was way worse, way worse, the H1N1 pandemic. Well, we didn't see anything like this anywhere. And so we are being, we are being given a false flag here to sell us a bill of goods that is it's, it's really man-made. Now, let me read this. This is an article that came out on globalresearch.ca slash coronavirus okay now this was published back in march 12th of this year now listen to this the coronavirus COVID 19 pandemic it says the real danger is agenda id 2020 it says under the heading what is the infamous id 2020 
It's an alliance of public-private partners, including UN agencies and civil society. It's an electronic ID program that uses generalized vaccination as a platform for digital identity. Now, if you continue to read down, and you can read it, it's a, it's a very long article. It's very good, very good, excellent. It's one of the best I've read. It says, quote, this has been on the drawing board for years. The final decision to go ahead now was taken in January 2020 at the World Economic Forum in Davos. Behind very much closed doors, the Gates and Gavi, an association with a, it's, it's called an, an association of vaccination promoting pharmaceuticals, because Big Pharma is involved in this, folks. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, and the others, okay, they were all there. They are all behind this decision, the implementation of Agenda ID 2020, okay? Now, after the pandemic, was officially declared, the next step, according to this article, it says also at the recommendation of the World Health Organization, force vaccination under police and or military surveillance. That's the next step, okay? That's what these people want. That's the next step they want, forced vaccination. That's exactly what the Lord told me through his messengers. There's going to be forced vaccinations, and this ID chip, it was going to be in it. Now, he says, those, in this article, okay, I continue reading, those who refuse may be penalized, listen to this, fines and or jail and force vaccinated all the same, unquote. So this uh, technology, BioWar, is being implemented mostly in Europe, of course, the U.S., Israel, Canada, Australia, and many of these uh, Western nations. Now, listen to these people, please, because this is so so important what I'm reading here. Listen to this. After the hypothesis, at this point, it's only a hypothesis, but it's a realistic one, is that along with the vaccination, if not with this one, then possibly a later one, because that is what I'm praying for, that this particular pandemic is not the one that they're going to be able to do this. Because if they do this with this one, folks, our goose is cooked. It's over. So let's pray and continue to intercede that the, the Lord gives President Trump uh, what it takes, the backbone, and he gives him courage and strength and protects him so that this thing is not implemented, not at least not while he is in office. Let me continue. He says, if not this one, possibly a later one, a nano chip may be injected unknown to the person being vaccinated. This chip will be remotely charged with all your personal data, including bank account, digital money, that's what they're aiming at, okay? So you really have no control over your health, your intimate data, what you make, how much you spend, etc., etc., etc. Now listen to this. This is the clincher. Your money could be blocked or taken away as a sanction for misbehavior, for going against them. So we merely will become the slaves of the system, and they, the masters. And then in the article goes on to say, feudalism, you know, during the Middle Ages, feudalism may appear like a walk in the park. Two weeks, according to this article, two weeks after the computer simulation at John Hopkins Medical Center in Baltimore, Maryland, it says it 
in a simulated computer simulation, it produced 65 million deaths. And this COVID-19 virus first appeared in Wuhan, okay? Now, this is not in the article, but I'm going to throw it in there anyway. Take a guess where the first city that was completely covered with 5G technology is located at. Wuhan, China. Ain't that something? Wuhan, China. So what are you saying, Augusto? Is this is this stuff connected to a 5G technology? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, can you believe that the mainstream media would rather defend China over the over their own country? But that's what they that's what they are. They are the prostitutes. They have been prostituted, bought, owned, lock, stock, and barrel by these people, these powerful people. They have the money, they have the power, they have the influence. And anybody that dares to go against their new world order uh, guidelines, they punish them severely. Look at that, um, what's the name of that reporter that was with um, with Fox News? She was fired, uh, Trish Riggan, just because she dared to oppose their point of view. Fox News Network, supposed to be a conservative bastion, right? Apparently not. They fired her for telling the truth how liberal media was using coronavirus to destroy the president. Anyone that dares go against them, if they if the mainstream media invites someone, let's say from um, from the Trump administration, and they and they dare say the Wuhan virus, immediately they they stop them. No, 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 it's not. Don't call it that. It's the COVID nineteen. And if they say it again, they end the interview. I have seen it happen. You're not allowed to express your your point of views. Uh, churches are not allowed to uh, to gather because, of course, that creates power. You know, there's much more to this than people realize. How come that this thing is spreading into areas that they have not had any any contact with people from outside? How come? How how come this is happening? Which kind of brings to mind again the fact that these electromagnetic waves that we are seeing now that they're experimenting with, like the 5G, this thing is deadly. It would take a whole program just to talk about that. But let me just say a couple of things about that because it is so important. This is the reason why so many doctors and scientists are voicing their their alarm uh, against the the 5G. And um, every one of you out there should write to the president, to your senator and to your representative, and tell them that you demand that more investigation be done on the 5G technology before this thing is implemented. Because this thing is deadly. This thing affects our DNA and our cells, totally destroys it. And there is a study out there, Sheila, and I'm just going to mention this, but I'm not going to get into the details because it is it is very deep and a lot of rabbit holes leading everywhere, uh, that doctors and scientists that have made studies, that, and I have listened to them and I have read them, that every time one of these technologies appears, there are severe pandemics that break out because it is a reaction of the body's cells and DNA the electromagnetic waves impacting us and our bodies were not designed for that. It says in this same article here, I'm reading 80% of the medication for ingredients as well as medical equipment comes from China. Antibiotics, guess how much of our antibiotics come from China? 90%. So if China cuts off the United States 
from antibiotics or equipments or anything that they would like to, uh, you know, because whatever, they don't, they don't like the economic war on China. This could have a devastating effect on the, on the U.S. and the people here. There's a lot of things at play here. And one of the things that I that I am seeing here that I, I don't like it one bit is the fact that no senator is talking about it. That is very puzzling to me right there. Why aren't any senators or any congressmen, why aren't they talking about, for example, Bill Gates, what he's wanting to do? Why? Why aren't they doing that? There's another article here, biohackinfo.com. Bill Gates will use microchip implants to fight coronavirus. This came out on March 19th. How come no one is talking about this? You know, this is really what is really causing me a lot of concerns, uh, Sheila, why this is not being talked about. Another uh, another a publication here, Forbes, okay, a very recognized publication. This came out not long ago as well, March 18th this year. Bill Gates calls for a national tracking system for coronavirus during Reddit AMA. They asked him a lot of questions. And one of the things he said was that he was calling for a tracking system, national tracking system for coronavirus. Well, how come I'm not surprised? Saying that lots of manufacturing will need to be built to provide billions of vaccines to protect the world. So now we are beginning to get a, an idea of what is really going on? And then the, the last thing here, and I'll turn it back over to you, Sheila, is Congress. Congress, you know, with that uh, bill that just passed, uh, the financial bill to help the people, Congress, listen to this, was attempting to a sneak in there, listen to me, the creation of a digital dollar. They were trying to sneak this into the coronavirus stimulus package. That was tied to the national digital ID. Now, <laughs> if that doesn't blow your socks away, then I don't know what will. This is going on in our country, folks. These people, the Nancy Pelosi's and the Democrats and even a lot of the rhino Republicans, they are in it together. If they were not in it together, they were talking like I am talking. They were bringing this in, these things out into the public. Why aren't these people saying these things out in the public for everyone to hear, expose this, what these people are doing? But have you heard anything about that? Have you heard about the fact that Congress was attempting to pass, sneaking there, the creation of a digital dollar into the coronavirus stimulus package that was tied into the national digital ID? No, you heard about they were trying to sneak the, the Green New Deal. But they didn't talk anything about this, did they? So why? The question is, why? Why don't they talk about Bill Gates and what happened with this ID2020? Why, do, why don't they talk about Event 201? Why don't they talk about these things? This is the thing that concerns me a lot. And a lot of people are having doubts about Trump. But I, I, I really believe that it's not, I, I really believe he's surrounded. The, the man is surrounded. I don't believe that he, he wants this thing, but he probably is being forced into this thing. Uh, he has people around him giving him advice that I, I, I don't trust at all. People like uh, Kushner, people like his own daughter, and uh, he may love her to, 
to pieces, but the husband and her are part of a Jewish Kabbalah uh, religious uh, belief system that denies Jesus Christ. Kushner used to own a 666 building right there in Manhattan. I think he sold it now, but uh, no, I do not trust these people at all. And uh, I do believe that President Trump has a good heart, but he is being pushed and shoved and pressured into doing things that he he may not want to do. And we need to we need to continue to pray for the man because his life is in danger. This is a very pivotal time. We're also in a spiritual war. And I believe God is shaking the nations, Augusto. Now, we know what the devil's out there doing. Now, I really want to talk about strategically how we can be praying for this. And we'll get into some prayer at the end as well. Yeah, we have to have targeted prayers. There are shotgun prayers and there are targeted prayers. All prayers are good. Some people may be listening to this program and you don't know how to pray. All prayers are good. But there are prayers that you pray. You pray to our Heavenly Father, and there are warfare prayers. And then within the warfare prayers, there are what I call shotgun prayers, and there are specific targeted prayers. For example, a shotgun prayers are prayers that we should, you know, you guys out there that you have shotguns, and you've seen how that works. The shotgun, when it shoots, it's, it spreads the bullets all over the place. You may hit the target maybe with a, one of the bullets, but it's not very effective. You know, it's still good. It's not as accurate, as powerful, as specific targeted prayer. And what that is, is you target a specific target and you hit it. And our most powerful weapon is the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That is the most powerful weapon there is on this planet in the spirit and anywhere. That is the atomic bomb of the spiritual warfare. So you use the blood of Jesus Christ, and you use the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. That is <laughs> extremely powerful. There is no other name given unto men that he can be saved through. Then the enemy is terrified of the name of Jesus and terrified of the blood of the Lamb. And the way you do that is, first, for protection, because we have to protect ourselves before we go on the on the war path, okay? So we have to protect ourselves, and you just cannot go on there and start firing at the enemy unprotected because he fires back. So we have to protect ourselves first, defensive warfare, okay? And you protect yourself, again, using um, the most powerful thing, and there is the blood of Jesus. The old-timers used to plead the blood of Jesus on, uh, on their family, on their loved ones, on their home. You can apply the blood of Jesus on your house, on your property, Take anointing oil and anoint uh, your home, anoint your property, anoint yourself, your family, anoint them with the blood of Jesus and anoint your home. You know, in the Old Testament, we read about in Exodus how the angel of death called the destroyer passed. The Lord told Moses, when he sees the blood on your doorposts and dental, he will pass over you. This is what the Jews called the Passover. And there is a day, uh, as a matter of fact, we are coming into it, which we have, uh, people celebrate the Passover. It's one of the holy days of the Lord. So the Passover is celebrating that, the passing over of the spirit of death or the, the destroyer over their homes of the Jewish people back in Egypt. So they applied the blood. They took blood from a lamb. The Lord told Moses each family had to have a lamb, okay? We don't have to take a lamb today 
slaughter it and take its blood and apply it. No, we already have a the lamb without spot or blemish that was sacrificed for us. His name is Jesus Christ, Yeshua. We use that blood, but we use it spiritually speaking. And we apply it not with a hyssop like the Israelites used back then. They, they had a hyssop and they dipped it in the blood of that lamb and then they applied it on the doorposts and the dental of their home. We don't have to do that today. Our hyssop is our mouth. We use our mouth to apply the blood of Yeshua on ourselves, on our family, on our homes. It's also good to take oil, okay? Anointing oil. If you don't have that, you can just use olive oil. Take that and apply it on your home, on the doors in your home, on the windows in your home, on the property around your home. Apply it on your, on your, on your family. Anoint them. And plead the blood of Jesus on them as you do that. And you say, I applied the blood of Jesus Christ on so and so. I applied the blood of Jesus on my home here and the door and the windows. I apply the blood of Jesus on and every part of my home. I apply the blood of Jesus. You see? And that is the first thing you have to do. Okay? Now, once you have done that and you have protected yourself, you have protected your family. Okay? And you protect yourself and you close all doors. Close all doors that have sinned, you have sinned in your life, things that you have done, you have unforgiveness in your heart, you have to get rid of all that. We are living in a time of preparation. And that is one of the things, Sheila, that the Lord has shown me from the beginning of the year before this pandemic broke, is a time of preparation. Not just for me, I believe for a lot of people out there. And so the Lord is wanting you to clean house, just like in the days of Exodus, right before the Passover, right before the plague came. The death angel came, and that plague came that killed the firstborn. Remember, that is what the Lord commanded Moses to tell the people. Get all the leaven out of the house. Get all the leaven out of the house. That was back then. Today, leaven is a type of sin. And today what the Lord is telling us is get the sin out of your house. Get sin out of your lives. Okay? Get sin out of your lives. Get the leaven out. That was the first thing he told them. Before he told them to kill the lamb and take the blood and apply it, he said to them, get the leaven out. Because if you have sin in your life and you apply the blood, <laughs> it helps, but the sin is an open door. That the enemy has an open invitation. And all these plagues and all these ungodly things can come and attack you because they have a license. Okay, So you have to get the leaven out, apply the blood, and then after you do that, then you can go on the war path, and then you go attack this virus. This virus is a serpentine demonic spirit. It's a snake. The Lord gave a word to uh, Larry Taylor, who is, he does uh, uh, our, our mailbag show with us, but is basilisk or a snake. In simple language, it's a snake type of demonic virus. And Jesus said, I have given you power to tread on snakes and scorpions and all the works of the enemy. And in Ephesians 6, he said, I have given you power over principalities, powers, and every ungodly thing that rises itself against the kingdom of God. And, uh, and so we have, we have authority, and we have to take authority over that thing. We break its power, and we command it to die, and we command it to just uh, disintegrate in the air. And then the other thing is, we ask the Father to release his angelic hosts 
the angels are at our disposal, okay? And he is the commander of the angels. We are not. We are not the commander of the angels. He is. But we have the authority to request that in the name of Yeshua. We say, Father, release billions of angels, release millions of angels, release uh, battalions of angels around here, around there. Lord, post them with fire swords, with shackles and fetters, you know, whatever comes into your spirit to bind the hands and feet of all these demonic hosts and all these uh, witches and warlocks or whatever, you see. And so you, uh, you employ the angelic hosts, just like the devil and the witches employ demonic hosts. You see, so if we do that in prayer and in, in faith and with authority, this thing is going to die out. This thing is going to die and be disintegrated. Now, isn't it interesting, Sheila, that this thing, this this virus actually is like uh, it's very fragile. Actually, it's very fragile. This thing is not that strong. It's very big, but it's not that strong. It's actually very, very fragile. And it has like a protein fatty outside shell where it protects itself and that thing can be disintegrated with heat it cannot stand heat the other thing it, it cannot stand is just good old soap and water that's why people say what what can i do just wash your hands with soap and water once you do that you kill everything it cannot stay it, it's not that strong this thing can be killed with heat fire the fire of god the fire of the holy ghost can kill this thing, and also with just the temperatures, you know, the temperature goes up, it's going to kill this thing, it's going to die, this thing is going to die, and I'm prophetically telling you, this thing is going to die in the heat of the summer, when the summer comes, it's going to die, it has nowhere to go, the fear, fear drives this thing, if you're afraid and you're terrified, it just energizes this thing, this thing feeds on fear, it feeds on fear, it feeds on sin, I'm going to say this one last thing, Sheila, because this is what the Lord has been showing me, okay? This society that we're living in, this culture, it's a culture of fear. It's a culture of anxiety, fear. It's a culture of darkness. It's a culture of sin. This is why they're promoting this fear on the main mainstream media, fear. They don't laugh. These people don't, if they laugh, they only laugh at, at the president or at the Christians or, you know, good people. They laugh at us. But when they talk about this pandemic, oh, they almost revere it. They, they almost they almost worship this thing. Oh, the COVID-19 and fear. It's almost like a cult. Fear, anxiety, evil, darkness, death, corruption. This is where these people live. They are behind all these things. These people live in a culture of fear, death, sin, corruption. These people are the children of the devil, the children of the devil. Some of them are just demonized, yes. Some of them are being blinded, yes. Some of them have been deceived, yes. But there is a chunk of them. They're the children of the devil. Over to you, Sheila. Well, in the last of the show, Augusto, please, let's get into some prayer and warfare here at the end of the show. And I want everybody to stand in agreement because I really believe this thing is only going to be addressed through the prayers of the saints, Augusto. God works through the prayers of his saints. And what did he say to Moses? Take up thy rod of authority. We also have a little something called power, dominion, and authority over all the power of the enemy. 
we wouldn't have been given that scripture in Luke ten nineteen if we didn't need it. So I'll get you to lead us in prayer, Augusto. Very, very crucial time. Yeah, praise God. Praise God. Let's pray strategic warfare prayers. Father, we just come in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We come as the sons and the daughters of the living God. We come dressed in the wardrobe of Melchizedek, priesthood. We are priests and kings, your word of God says. And as priests and kings, as children of the Most High, whom you have given authority over all the power of the devil, we now come in unity. And we nullify this mantle, we cancel and oppose every satanic operation, maneuver, strategies, plots, ploys designed to hinder, to prevent, to foil or deny any of your plans, Father, and your holy will and your purposes from being manifested on the earth in this season. We come against and decry every satanic strategy, any type of walls that have been placed around this president to destroy him, to nullify him, to incapacitate him. And we break its power in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we employ the hosts of heaven to come now armed with fiery swords, shackles and fetters, and bind the forces of darkness and cut asunder every deceptive and secret measure designed to destroy your children all throughout the world and hinder your people from fulfilling your will. You sent Jesus for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. And we, as the sons of the Most High, as children of the Lord, we are also being sent to destroy the works of the devil, as written in John 2.15, Acts 16.16, 16, and 1 John 3.8. We also overrule all these strategies and the tactics and the curses of the enemy by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. We overthrow the spoken words, the hexes, the enchantments, the divinations, the vexes, the curses, the witchcraft, Every one of these idle words that have been spoken against your children, Father, against your chosen ones, and against your original plans and purposes for this country and for every nation of the world at this time in Jesus' mighty name. We reverse every curse associated with any ceremonies, rituals, utterances that have been spoken by these evil ones. Plans to bring about chaotic things in this nation. New world order, martial law. We now say their plans have been uncovered and they shall not prevail. We say and decree their plans are frustrated and unable to achieve their full impact. We return unto them their threatening, violent, verbal curses and dealings in the name of Yeshua. We also ask you now, Father, to cover your people with your holy, holy presence. We rebuke and dismantle these ungodly alliances that have been formed by all these organizations that were mentioned in this program. We arrest them and stop them by the spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost and by the blood of Jesus Christ. We also cause the news media to be caught in their lying, in their propaganda in their manipulation so that only the truth is manifested because in the end your truth shall prevail O lord confound the devices on the evil plans of the enemy 
every one of those things that they have crafted in their evil, wicked hands so they're not able to perform them. Overtake them, Lord, and cause them to end in the name of Jesus. Father, we, we ask you to send divine, powerful, angelic maneuvers against the evil plans of these people, the children of the devil, and those that are blinded, and those that have been demonized, and those that have been deceived, to frustrate and expose them. Dispatch, O oh Lord, billions of these angels to enforce and protect your will in the United States of America as it is in heaven, not the will of Satan. Release, Father, divine strategy, revelation upon leaders of this nation, starting with President Trump and those that are your children, those that are godly Americans, righteous people that love this nation and love your people. Cause them to speak like a trumpet. We bind the spirit of fear. We bind the spirit of, of self-preservation that is holding many of these men and women back. We release them in Jesus' name. Cause them, Lord, to become trumpets. Hundreds, thousands of trumpets all over the nation, all over the world. Send spirits of confusion among the camp of the enemy, that they be unable to focus their thoughts. Let their tongues be divided. When they communicate, let it be misunderstood, incoherent, as spoken in 1 Samuel 10, 27. We just come against those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial. We cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let the spirit of truth prevail and be released all over this nation, all over the world. And let the people be loosed from their diabolical curses and bondages that they're suffering. And let every diabolical assignment that these people have sent against your children become a part of Jesus' footstool. Father, finally, we ask that this prayer and every prayers that will be prayed from this moment on, according to your will, be divine missiles in the realm of the Spirit, Lord, that will hit every one of them, will hit their target. And let the laws, spiritual laws that govern this prayer and all spiritual strategies and tactics be binding by the Word, the blood, and by the Spirit of Almighty God, according to 1 John 5, 7. And we seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ by the blood of the Lamb. And we give you praise, Father, in advance for what you're about to do. And we release the spirit of praise. We release the spirit of worship upon the people. We release the spirit of joy, of power, of a sound mind. And we destroy the spirit of fear, spirit of fear, of bondage. Destroy it in the name of Jesus. We destroy shackles. And we lose the people in the name of Jesus. And from this moment on, Father, let there be a release. In this nation, starting in this nation, spreading to every nation of light and of victory over this ungodly pestilence sent from the pit of hell, coronavirus. We decree coronavirus, you shall die in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So powerful. Thank you so much for that prayer. Augusto's website, folks, is theappearance.com. Make sure you do jump on over there and check his stuff out. Augusto, it is always such an incredible pleasure for us to have you uh, take the time to come on the program. Powerful show. Thank you so much. No, anytime, Sheila. You know, you're one of the few programs that I join anymore. So, yeah, we are in the same spirit. And, uh, 
I thank you for having me. Thanks, Augusto. Folks, that was Augusto Perez, theappearance.com. Reach out to Augusto and let him know you heard him on the program today. And you know what? We went a little bit over. We are out of time. So thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless you.